calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. world. Welcome back to Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome to the show where I make actors tell me stories that broke their hearts um, and sometimes really funny stories and, and happy stories and everything in between. Story time. Welcome to story time. Today on the show, I have Alex Weiss. You may know him from Indoor Boys or Bold and the Beautiful, or maybe you saw him on Broadway in Waitress or Spring Awakening. He is amazing and fabulous and so talented and so humble, and I loved talking with him. So here's that conversation with Alex Weiss. Hi. Hello. How are you today? I'm, you know, just fine. It's just another another lovely day of quarantining. <laughs> and, you know, we're I'm still I'm still kicking, so it's an okay day. Still doing it. Are you quarantining in LA or New York? Uh, I've been in New York this whole time. So I'm I'm one of the brave souls who's um stayed on the front lines. And wow. uh, you know, and it's actually I, I mean, I'm not sure when people We'll be listening to this, but uh, but as of right now, and knock on wood, it continues this way. New York is a pretty safe place to be, and mm-hmm. so I'm. I hope that because we um, experienced so much trauma right at the beginning of this, yeah. maybe we're being a little bit rewarded um, that it's you know not a hellscape out there anymore, and I can like walk around the block and it doesn't feel like my life is quite on you know it's not it's not on fire anymore. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you guys got the brunt of it out there at the beginning, so I feel like you guys all listened very well to the love gov and um <laughs> got rid of it which is nice now i wish that la would follow suit but we'll see how that I happens i hope so i hope everyone out there is staying safe and wearing a mask and uh you know doing yeah. what we can to get through this strange strange time never thought i'd see it in my lifetime but here we are <sighs> yeah here we are <laughs> <laughs> so you recently won a bunch of um indie series awards for your show indoor boys yeah it was so wonderful to have something to celebrate in the midst of all this yeah um and we were um 
I made it. It's a show that I made with Wesley Taylor um, mm-hmm. that uh, that anybody can watch for free on YouTube. And uh, if you go to indoorboys.tv, it's um, you can stream it for free. And it's three seasons, and it's funny, and it's touching, and it's all about. Um, two friends who um, aren't quite clear on their boundaries. So that's, that's kind of what <laughs> I the feel show like is. that's like most of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. We were really trying to write like an odd couple, but for our sort of uh, millennial, uh, you know, uh, queer, you know, th- th- with through that lens. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so I, I love it. Yeah, we were really excited to, to win awards and so a few of our actors won. It, it was really mm-hmm. so special that we got to celebrate and, you know, see, um, to feel a moment of success in all this. Yeah. Moment of, uh, what am I looking for? I don't know. What, what Can't use a word. Us, what are any of us looking for? You know, really? what truly, but yeah. I love Indoor Boys. You have some major like Broadway heavy hitters on that show too. Yeah, they're uh, thank. Oh, first off, thank you, and um, and yes, the cast is so wonderful. We got very lucky with the people who were willing to get in the sandbox and play with us, and and uh, I mean, the the two women who play our mothers, Vienna Cox and Carolee Carmelo, they're two Mm -hmm. Broadway staples, and totally, and and also, I mean, so many wonderful people have been on the show. Noah Galvin was on it. Frankie Grande is, uh, Mm -hmm. he's he's been on it a number of times. Eric Bergen, um. Krista Rodriguez, so many uh, fantastic people. So I think that's part of the fun of the show is um, seeing all these great faces pop up and everyone, you know, hopefully gets a chance to be funny and play and, and be a part of telling that story. Web series are always so fun because I feel like there's such a freedom in making them since you're in charge of them. Yeah. It's also, um, you know, it, it makes it, twice as hard yeah (laughs) you know like not only were we trying to make sure that we could be good actors in the scene Mm -hmm. but we had to make sure the script was in order and make sure we were good directors and and make sure everybody was happy on set and and uh and then (laughs) put it all together I mean just the number of hats that we were wearing it was it was kind of overwhelming but I think that um, on the other side of it, it's one of the things that I'm most proud of because Wes and I worked so hard to make this thing. And so we're, um, I, I feel proud that we actually got to the other side and, and, and did it and, and that people seem to be affected. It definitely shows. I mean, that show is really, really well done and you guys should be super proud of yourselves. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so take me back. How, how did you get in this crazy world of acting and writing and directing and all of the above? Oh gosh. Well, you know, I, I just always knew that I, I was just a kid who always loved making things, putting on mm-hmm. plays and writing and, and it just kind of never stopped. So it's something I've always loved. I've always loved jumping on stage. Um, and I've always loved, uh, just the, the whole community aspect mm-hmm. of, of, of putting something together. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of, kept doing it my whole life. I went to school at Boston University where I was studying acting, but I got to do a lot of theater ensemble stuff and I was putting on shows that I wrote and and uh, and I just kind of kept going. I went to New York yeah. and then I spent time in LA and, you know, I mean, I've had a lot of crazy left turns in my life that have taken me in a lot of different <laughs> places, but I think through it all, I've, I've always tried to, um, especially during the times when I wasn't getting cast, like that's how Indra Boys came about is Wes mm-hmm. and I were at this point where we were kind of frustrated because we didn't get 
this job or that job fell through. And, and so we were like, Oh, oh yeah. God, screw it. We're just going to make our own thing and have something to do this month. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think we just were never content with, um, sitting still. I'm really glad that in Wes, I found, um, a creative partner who feels similarly and that mm-hmm. we don't want to wait for anyone else to build a road for us, but instead we're just going to kind of build our own road as best we can. And so, uh, that's sort of, I mean, you know, that's the bigger picture, I think of how all of these things came to be, but, um, moment to moment, we can talk about those too. <laughs> you know, all the, all the we little stories the that happened along the way. Well, I was looking, you know, at um, Wikipedia, the most reliable place on the internet. And what and else is there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just seeing just your past. And it's amazing to me that you've been able to really focus not only on theater, but television, too. You've really been able to make a stance and, and have your name heard in both platforms, which is kind of unheard of a little bit, I feel oh. like, in this day and age. You either, you know, are doing film and television or you're doing theater. And once in a while, the big stars go to Broadway, which, you know, we'll talk about that later if you want. But <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's it's interesting. Like, you've done Spring Awakening, which is one of the best shows ever. I love that show. Oh, and you I did the revival, too. right? Yeah, I did the Deaf West revival that incorporated that. It was a mix of um, deaf and hearing actors. And um, every moment was a combination of spoken English and um and um, signs um, ASL. Wow. It was was really a pretty huge experience. um, Yeah. 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 We always felt like um, we were these like misfit toys who landed on Broadway. (laughs) Like, you know, uh, the the idea that to be on Broadway, you have to be this kind of person, but, Mm -hmm. but all of these incredible, just brilliant, smart, creative deaf actors got a chance to, uh, be on Broadway and tell that story. And I'm so um, humbled and thrilled to stand beside them and also um, have to take on and, 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 and and that I got to be a part of their culture that I, Mm -hmm. that I got the opportunity to learn sign language. And I was going to say, did you know ASL beforehand or did you learn it for the show? You know, I knew the alphabet from school (laughs) and growing up and like, I knew a couple words. I knew how to say crocodile. Um, but no, that is the most (laughs) random word to know. Well, it was really, you know, it was just like you stretch your arms out and like make claws with your fingers and (laughs) like that was crocodile. So it just really, that one stuck with me. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but but no, I, I didn't really know ASL. And and then being a part of that show, I was also so inundated in, in the deaf culture, which was such an incredible life experience. Mm. So that was a pretty uh, cool, um, it was a pretty cool twist that my life took, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's definitely like a, a crazy, crazy turn. Because I feel, I mean, have they done a whole lot of deaf productions on Broadway before? No, not many. I mean, there's the very famous play Children of a Lesser God, which has a Mm -hmm. lot of deaf roles in it. And that was originally in like 1980 or so. And then Deaf West previously did a production of Big River on Broadway in 2003-ish. And then uh, their next venture was Spring Awakening in 2015. Um, so there've wow. been, a, yeah, there've been a couple of moments along the way and, uh, and surely there've been some deaf actors here and there in shows, but there have not mm-hmm. been a lot of like truly deaf moments on Broadway mm-hmm. where deaf culture was, there was a spotlight on deaf culture and then by proxy, the, the disabled community. Um, yeah. so it was just really cool to be a part of that and, and, and help, um, tell their stories too. 
That's that's amazing. What a what an amazing experience to be a part of. Yeah, it was. I mean, we we felt like in the same way that they felt uh, um, that they were challenged to take on dance and music in a way mm-hmm. that they might not have. Like that they had to um, they had to um, inhabit this space that has previously just been inhabited by hearing people. But then right. at the same time, we had to speak two languages, and so all wow. of us were all totally humbled and changed for it and then how long uh between spring awakening and waitress uh let's see i spring awakening was 2015 into 16 and Mm -hmm. then wait and then i went to los angeles that's when i did uh bold and beautiful for a year and that's when i started indoor boys yeah i spent a year on a soap opera when that was how was that you know it was some of it was really great and some of it was completely bizarre (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just like couldn't I don't know I mean you know all is said and done now so I can kind of speak yeah. honestly about it that's a world I never fit into and it was so so weird that I got that job but I <laughs> but I was so thrilled to be there and I got to work with some really awesome actors and I was so excited mm-hmm. I got to I was on TV kind of regularly for a mm-hmm. good stretch of time so it was a, a pretty cool experience but it was so strange like I <laughs> you know the the kinds of storylines I was a part of I I just yeah I do have a lot of respect for people in that world though because they work really hard and Mm -hmm. um oftentimes they're given scenes that um could be improved and (laughs) and then that's a nice way to say it (laughs) yeah you know I want to be diplomatic um and (laughs) and then I think uh those actors have to work really hard to make that dialogue work um so I think that uh I think that the people in that community deserve an enormous amount of respect. hundred um, percent. I always say that, you know, soap actors have the most amazing work skills because they yeah. have to do exactly what you just said. And they have to learn, you know, an entire 60 page script the night before you film, which is bizarre in its, its own oh, right. Oh my God. It was so crazy just the amount of you know and I never had there's maybe only a couple of weeks where I had a lot of material and I was like oh wow I have to do 20 I have to learn 20 pages a day okay uh I can do this Uh, (laughs) you know there are only a couple times was like that for the most part for me it was manageable because my part was smaller but there were a lot of actors on that show who were truly learning 30 pages a day and do it's wild Yeah, it's just incredible. It's, just, it's a wild, wild, it's like the Wild West out there, man. Yeah, it really is. Um, but so you uh, did yeah. Bold and the Beautiful, and then you went yeah. back to New York? Yeah, and and okay. I will say, though, I was never bold nor beautiful, but somehow oh. I... No, no, it's okay. But somehow I ended up on that show, and it was just <laughs> so strange. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, after um, they... Uh, I guess, you know, wrote me off did of you, the show. Did you, did you die or did you get, you no, know, did you go to camp? You went no, to, I, I, I like went to camp essentially. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah. he's gone now. He's at camp. And I was, it was yeah. so weird. It was just so I weird. mean, when I was on Days of Our Lives, they sent my character to summer camp and she came back like six years older. So I, what? I feel you. Yeah. No, oh, I was so like, let's recast 12? you. Yeah, I was like 12 and and they sent her 11 something and they sent my character to summer camp and she came back like a full-blown teenager. <laughs> oh, that is so insulting. It is. It's okay. It's okay. I've gotten over it. It's been it's been long enough. Oh gosh, I'm still I still have some wounds from the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you know, that's state TV. 
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So you go back to New York, and and how long until you're on you're doing Waitress? Because that's a great yeah, show, too. It was. Um, that was so fun. Um, and uh, I went back uh, in the summer of 2018, and then mm-hmm. in the fall, I was... Wait, was it 2018? Hold on. What? Time I, doesn't exist anymore, so it's oh okay. God. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was in the summer of 2018. I think I, after Bold and Beautiful had um, had sent me off to summer camp, I uh, <laughs> then I, I <laughs> decided I was going to make a move back to New York. And I think at that point, then Wes and I had done our second season of okay. Indoor Boys, which mm-hmm. I flew back to New York to do. But then when that was said and done, I was just like, all right, you know what? I feel like New York is more my home anyway. Mm. Um, so I went back and I think the day after I got back, I auditioned for that show. And then what? I know. And then a couple months later, um, I was, I, I did a three month run of waitress on Broadway. Wow. What yeah. a, it was a nice what a coincidence. Gift. It was just, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to be here. FYI. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a really nice uh, affirmation from the universe that I had made the right move back to New York. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, I can assure the listeners that not all things have gone well in my life. And there are so, so many things that did not (laughs) happen that I did not get times when I was like left unemployed and miserable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I... um, but, I, but that was one of the times when uh, the stars aligned and I got to do something really cool and be a part of another show that was uh, a great little community to be a part of. And I did it with Al Roker, and he's awesome. No way. You did it with Al Roker? Yes. He's the coolest person oh in the world. Oh, my God. It's no amazing. One, yeah, no one's nicer. No one has ever been nicer than Al Roker. Oh, my so, gosh. What yeah. a dream. Who was playing Jenna when you were when you were doing that? Uh, Nicolette Robinson, who was so brilliant. Her husband is Leslie Odom Jr., who you just Oh, my told God. Me, yeah, who you watched this morning in Hamilton. Yes, his book is on my bookshelf. <laughs> oh, great. Well, yeah, his wife, Nicolette, who is just as talented in her own right. My goodness, she's breathtaking. And wow. she played Jenna. Yeah, she was awesome. And she was, I think she was the first... She was the first uh, black Jenna in the show, which was. Really- I think I remember reading about that. That's super cool. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really. I was really happy to do the show when she was doing it. You're in all of these very significant Broadway moments. Do you understand that? No, (laughs) I don't understand that (laughs) because I don't understand that because, you know, I'm just in my quarantine and like (laughs) trying to survive. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the point of the show is that we tell um, either heartbreaking or, you know, great stories, things that end up good, uh, either works for me. But do you have a story that you'd like to share? Well, here, I can think of this. Here's one. Um, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, I was, this was like 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. And this is not some giant role, but it was a significant event in my life. I think I was kind of in a rough place because I had like just gone through a breakup and I was feeling a little Oof. vulnerable and all that. And I was feeling <laughs> like, gosh, I can't get, I can't get arrested in New York. Um, and, uh, maybe that's the wrong phrase to be using these days. That phrase might be out of date. I was feeling like, (laughs) I was feeling like I could not, uh, get an opportunity in New York and I was having a tough time. Um, so, uh, (laughs) so I, uh, uh, I got asked to audition for, and, and, and I am really not a dancer. I'm really just like not very good at it. And oh I, come on! I'm sure you got some moves. Um, you know, <laughs> like I can do what's required of me. Like I could do, okay. like okay, so like I did Wicked for a little while, and I, you know, could um do like the kind of simple dances that Bach has to do in Wicked. Like right. I could barely handle those. But I was asked to audition for um this new show, uh, Tuck Everlasting, which was on Broadway. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was told, you know, I was like, they said, please come in for this. This is, um, you know, it's it's a dance call, but this is an invited dance call. I don't know Ooh. why the story's on my mind, but may- I hope this ends up being interesting. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm so sorry for wasting everybody's time. Um, but uh, <laughs> but every like, story is interesting. You're good. You're good. OK. OK. So I, I was asked to come in for Tug Everlasting. It was the invited dance call for like a featured ensemble role. And I was like, OK, sure, maybe. But like I, I said to my agent at the time, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm really I'm not a dancer. I, I, I don't know if this is what they want. And they said, no, 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 no. Casting is assuring us like this is an invited 
essentially a movers call, you know, you're mm. not going to have to really dance. It's going to be a lot of actors who are asked to move. And these are for featured ensemble roles. Okay. And so I was like, okay, okay. I'm like kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um, uh, but you know what? I'll try. Cause I'm feeling like really low and I have nothing else going on for me. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, that's where I was at the time. And so I went in to this audition, I show up and it was essentially me and the cast of Newsies. Oh my God. What what um, <laughs> went down was this complicated ballet dance sequence full of like double and triple pirouettes and leaps. And I was just like crashing and burning. And <laughs> I felt so humiliated. What I should have done was just like leave. I should have just, just sneak been, away. I should have just left, you know, because I, actually couldn't do any of the things they wanted me to do but I still kept being like I can do this I can do this just muscle through (laughs) if I get through it then maybe they'll see that there's more to me than the fact that I can't do any of these things and well then they were uh they were like okay so now if we uh call your name um then uh that's uh all we need to see for today so I'm just gonna go through the list of names okay Alex Wise (laughs) and I was like oh the only, okay. I'm the only name. I was the only name that they called. No, and they just got rid of you. They just got rid of me. And so I made the long walk, you know, to the door. Cause of course I was on the other yeah. side of the room. And of, course the long, of course, and I made the long walk to the door and I was just, I felt like my world was crumbling around. I was just so mortified by this oh experience. And I was just so confused why I was called in for this thing when it was clearly not a mover's <laughs> call. Like what were they to gain by bringing me a non-dancer in for this show? So that night, I was like, I cannot handle this anymore. I am going to lose my mind. And I booked a plane ticket to Los Angeles and I left the next no. day and I stayed for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck Everlasting got you to leave New York City. That's amazing. Yeah, I left New York City because of Tuck Everlasting because um, they shattered my spirit. Um, <laughs> no disrespect to anybody on that team. They're all very <laughs> lovely people. And I actually enjoyed the show. I ended up seeing it. Um, but... <laughs> But oh that, my God. yeah, that killed my spirit so much that I, I moved to Los Angeles and that's how I started doing television. <laughs> oh my God. It reminds me, did you ever watch Friends, that episode where Joey goes in for a Broadway audition and he like has to figure out how to dance? No. Oh my gosh. I don't remember this one. I mean, I'm sure I've oh seen it, God. but it's I haven't hysterical. done a rewatch in some time. I have to find that. You have to watch just that episode because I just picture you doing exactly what Joey was doing in that episode, and I'm literally crying right oh. now. <laughs> oh so gosh! Funny. Oh, well, I'd I, be totally I, screwed too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sure felt like crying. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm proud of you for sticking that out though because I would have seen that said I am so sorry goodbye no but see I think there's a real power in that like what I should have done was known what my strengths and limitations are owned that and proceeded as such but instead (laughs) I was trying to pretend I was a person I was not and so I needed to go to LA to quote unquote find myself (laughs) oh my god this is not the place to find yourself let me tell you (laughs) yeah that's a good point that's a good point but you know I, I still discovered some things you know did some jobs it was okay it was a good move to make at the time I love that oh my gosh tech everlasting killed you yeah that was it it killed me that was that was uh yeah that was wow ruined my soul 
<laughs> yeah. What a story. Did you ever see those casting directors again? Mm. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure I did because Broadway okay. is a small, I'm just, I can't remember who was casting it, but I am sure I went in for them again because they're only, it's unlike LA where there are just hundreds of casting directors mm-hmm. doing so many various projects. Broadway is a much more like there are four casting directors that you go right. in for. You know, it's a little bit more of like a insider club to its, um, mm. maybe to, to its uh, uh, disadvantage. Yeah. They have some serious gatekeepers over there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, help me and hurt me. I'm so curious to why they brought you in. Did you ever figure it out or did your no. reps ever figure it out? It's crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> like what, you know, but, but now I've gotten a lot better about, um, I've learned from that experience and to be mm-hmm. honest, other experiences have had like that where, you know, I was up for another show and they said, okay, so now, uh, just come in to, you did great at the audition. Now mm-hmm. come in tomorrow to the callback and bring your tap shoes. And I oh, said, no. and a good day to you. I will not be in your show. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah, but I'm not going to, I know now, I, I, I know now what I should be putting myself on the line for. And some things, it's just not going to be to anyone's advantage to pretend I'm somebody I'm not, you know? It's true. It's true. But, you know, we did get that great story out of it. So I'm glad you did at that time. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, I, I you know, I, I, I'm glad that I could save it for your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you doing now? Like, what's what's on the books after quarantine? Do you have anything figured out? Well, sort of. I mean, you know, everything is a question mark now. But uh, mm-hmm. let's see. In terms of, uh, well, I, I have a couple of writing projects I've been working on. So That's Wes good. Taylor and I, who wrote, uh, uh, we wrote Indoor Voice together. We, um, during this time, we wrote a new play. And mm. so we're going to try to make that happen in the coming years, we hope. And I have a musical that I've been writing for um, for the last year. And that wow. one, that one uh, is, uh, you know, I was working on that, like right before I, I got on the line with you. Um, that one is, uh, we have a producer on that one. And that one, it was scheduled to happen this summer, um, but uh, off Broadway. Uh, now it is going to happen, you know, in the winter, in the spring. No Whenever one can, it comes back, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one can really say. But I think the next thing I'm doing is uh, this new musical that I've written and I would tell you the title, but I think as of last night, it's changing. So <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, but it's but I'm writing it with Ben Fankhauser, who, um, speaking of Newsies at my audition, uh, Ben was um, in Newsies, and oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, he's but he's uh, an amazing uh, collaborator on that and a great uh, actor. So we're going to be in that together, and we're writing uh, it together, and it's this little off Broadway musical that I hope will make people very happy when uh, we get we to show it, it to them down the road yeah thanks I'm definitely going to come out and see that I love oh seeing thanks those. and it's one of the things that I'm missing the most right now is like going to see live theater and musicals oh, gosh you know I I do I do hope that this time has made everybody even more appreciative of what we had mm-hmm. even for me someone who's been so um, immersed in the theater even I uh, in these months leading up to this event in our lives I was feeling like oh I cannot go see another Broadway show I am just so <laughs> tired of seeing all this theater you know seeing things constantly but now I know that the next time I walk into a theater I will just burst into tears because oh yeah it's gonna be a very cathartic moment oh big time yeah because now Everyone's I, I 
Yeah, we. I think, I think this time, and not just theater, but so many things. I think we can all kind of take stock and appreciate the things that are really important to us in our life and life, mm-hmm. and figure out what's really, what really matters. You know. Totally. I think it's been an interesting break for everybody who's involved in, you know, entertainment and performing arts, because usually we're so busy and hustling so hard that it's hard to take those moments. And now we've all been forced to just sit here with ourselves and we're like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) We really have to look in the mirror and figure out, okay, what works? What doesn't work? Who, you know, what's the kind of person I want to be? All these things. And, and how much did I take for granted walking into a theater or walking into a movie theater or getting to be on a set or something? Totally. You know, if I ever took those things for granted, I just want to promise myself I will never take those things for granted ever again. Oh, that's very sweet. Well, just trying to, you know, do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can um, people follow you on social media? Oh, well, thank you for having me. And yeah, on Twitter, I am at Alex Wise. That's W-Y-S-E. And uh, uh, Instagram, I'm at Alex J. Wise. So awesome. Thank you so much. It was so nice speaking with you. You too. Thank you so much, Jillian. Thanks again to Alex Wise for coming on the show. He's just so sweet and so genuine. Um, I-, I love you, Alex. Thanks so much. Next week on the show, we have my childhood friend Shelby Young on the show. You may know her as Princess Leia in Star Wars Forces of Destiny or maybe her iconic role in American Horror Story. We have an awesome conversation about finding yourself in the business and how your career can lead to new paths you never even thought of. And I really enjoyed speaking with her. So tune in next week. Until then, make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to it right now. You can also follow us on social media. Make sure to tell your friends, your family, your dog, your parrot, whoever you want about the show. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.